Good evening. Welcome back to We the People podcast. We got another great uh, episode for you. These will be three wonderful segments. But before we get into that, let's go ahead and do the Constitution. This is Amendment 22, Presidential Term Limits. Section 1. No person shall be elected to the office of the president more than twice, and no person who has held the office of president or acted as president for more than two years of a term to which some other person was elected president shall be elected to the office of the president more than once. But this article shall not apply to any person holding the office of president when the article was proposed by the Congress, and shall not prevent any person who may be holding the office of president or acting as president during the term within which this article becomes operative from holding the office of president or acting as president during the remainder of such term. Section 2. This article shall be inoperative unless it shall have been ratified as an, as an amendment to the Constitution by the legislature of three-fourths of the several states within seven years from the date of this of the submission to the states by the Congress. So that's Amendment 22, Presidential Term Limits. And that was created due to, again, it was um, Theodore Roosevelt when he ended up running for four terms. That's when they decided to go ahead and make term limits prior to that. Every president from Washington on only did two terms because President Washington did two terms. They wanted him to, the people at that time wanted him to run again, and he said, no, we need to let other people be able to be president or else we'll end up falling into a monarchy again. So they just followed him until Theodore Roosevelt. That's when they created this amendment to prevent any person from being able to run longer. We'll be right back. Welcome back to We The People Podcast. This is the three segments we're going to have for tonight. Girl rescued from Hamas emerges from captivity with her dog. The second one is White House ends grandchildren stalking tradition after Biden acknowledges Hunter's secret daughter. And third, NFL outlets falsely claim child sporting Kansas City Chiefs face paint was wearing blackface. So let's get started. Girl rescued from Hamas emerges from captivity with her dog. Ten hostages were released by Hamas on the first day of the planned two-day extended ceasefire. One teenage girl who was released was seen emerging from the darkness with her pet Shatus in hand. On Tuesday evening, Maya Lindbergh was seen holding her dog, Bella, while she was being transferred to the Red Cross. The sight of the dog in her hands came as a shock to many as it was initially believed that the animal had been 
slain in the October 7th terrorist attack. 17-year-old Lindbergh was the only child released in, in this exchange by Hamas. The other 10 hostages released included her mother, Gabrielle Lindbergh, 59, Hitza, Himan, 84, Tammy, Mitzger, 78, Ada, Seg, 75, Nolene, Babdullah, 60, Rimon, Butchativ, 36, Ophelia, Rotman, 77, Emir of Tail, 54. The Limbergs had been staying with their uh, staying with their family members in Cutsburg when they were kidnapped. Well, it's glad to see that another individual, while many, were released, and it's crazy how yet another. Now it's a teenager that gets released, but how many young people they have in cap- in captivity as hostages. I mean, we've seen it ranging from babies all the way on up to elderly, and it pretty much doesn't make any sense why you would take people's kids, especially after, like, you know, the the four-year-old that they just released. And here she still doesn't have any idea that her parents are no longer living. They're trying to introduce her back to her family and get her to the point of being able to tell her that she has no no longer no more parents. Luckily for this individual, she still has her uh, her dog. But like I'm saying, it doesn't make any sense as why they took all these individuals. I know that they wanted hostages, and there's a purpose for it. One is because they want to go ahead and get people that have done horrific things that are considered terrorists and have been arrested in our uh, in prisons that's why they're trying to get those people and that's what that's what's being worked out with President Biden and um, I think it was I think I believe it's Qatar in Egypt and the sad part is is we continue to give up bad people for good people for people that they just took and also, you got to realize the more that they keep giving, the now President Biden wants for a longer ceasefire. This is going to give Hamas an opportunity to be able to get more more weapons and more ammunition and more gas for their vehicles and uh, food and. Plus, also uh, medical supplies, which is all being supplied to them by uh, Iran. There's going to be a lot, a lot that say that, oh no, Iran has nothing to do with it. This is one of the people that they back. This is one of the groups that they back. And us, as the United States, is allowing this to be able to take place. I can guarantee you, if, it, if the roles were reversed and it was the United States instead of Israel, the United States would not be listening to anybody about do a ceasefire, do this, do that. No, we would go in there, guns a-blazing, basically, with also using the special forces that we have to get the hostages out of there. Instead, we're playing this game in the 
in the uh, situation that it's Israel that is fighting for their own people. It is Israel that had the loss of life of many innocent people, especially at the at the concert at the time, and then all the other homes that they invaded and and killed the parents and killed children and burned babies and especially like that one that I told you about where they plucked the dad's eyeballs out on the mother. They cut her breasts off of her. On the on the daughter, it was her limbs. On the son, they cut off his fingers. And uh, before that, they killed the mom and the dad, and they ate the they ate their dinner, and then finished off the kids. That is not. Decent people to be talking about a Hamas like they're humanitarians or something. They're not. They're evil killers. And that's what I keep saying over and over. For all the ones that are out there that believe that Hamas is the, the ones that are in the are being um, being terrorized. No, it's not them. They're the ones that create the terrorism. And all Israel's trying to do is protect themselves and protect their people. And us as the United States with President Biden, we're not helping Israel. It looks like more like we're trying to help out Hamas. And I think that's the biggest mistake of all. I mean, it's been proven because he hadn't done anything about the the shootings upon our military out there in the Middle East until, what, it was uh, 37... Um, Attacks on us before he finally did something and nothing real serious. Then we still had more get attacked and injuries take place. And that went up to over, I think it was 52 or something like that or, or more. Before he actually did something more to, more towards him, but still it wasn't really. I mean, what kind of president is that? And how can anybody want to back them, especially when they're still... I want to. Uh, there's still 31 percent of the people of the population of the United States that still believe he's a good good president. That just doesn't make any sense. And in this situation, I'm glad that this teenager was able to get out and get away from that. But let's find out to see what really took place and what they have done to her. Hopefully, and we got to pray that hopefully. That she just she comes out without not having anything be done to her. That's where I'm going to leave it. It's just that way that nothing was done to her. That's all we can do. We'll be right back. Welcome back to We The People Podcast. This is the second segment of tonight's episode. White House ends grandchildren stalking tradition after Biden acknowledges Hunter's secret daughter. 
I'll get into, I have a comment about that here in a bit, but I'll hold on. The the traditional White House Christmas decorations have now been altered with the stockings for the Biden grandchildren being removed. On Monday, First Lady Jill revealed the White House's Christmas decoration at a festival ceremony. The holiday offers a time to a time for reflection and a break from our hurried lives, a season to be fully re- present with our friends and our families. Jill Be- Jill Biden remarked Monday, "It's also a season of gratitude." In previous years, the decorations had always included stockings for each of their grandchildren except for Hunter Biden's daughter, Navy, who had never been publicly acknowledged by the Bidens until recently. President Joe Biden first publicly acknowledged Navy, the five-year-old daughter of Hunter and former stripper London Roberts, in July of this year. Our son Hunter and Navy's mother, London, are working together to foster a relationship that is in the best interests of their daughter, preserving her privacy as much as possible going forward, Biden said in a statement on July 28th. This is not a political issue. It's a family matter. Jill and I only want what is best for our, all, our, all of our grandchildren, including Navy. Before the statement... The 46th president had ignored his seventh grandchild and only referred to his six grandchildren. I have six grandchildren, and I'm crazy about them, and I speak to them every single day. Not a joke, Biden said back in April on Take Your Child to Work Day. Hunter had also previously denied being Navy's father, but after taking a DNA test in 2019, it was confirmed that he was, the, in fact, the father. The Democrat Gazette reported that Hunter and Roberts came to a settlement in March of 2020 regarding the pet, the parent, the paternity and child support lawsuit. He then asked for modifications to the child support payments, and the case was re- reopened. Hunter's child support case from Arkansas was resolved in June with the mother of Navy Joan. Jo- jo- uh, jo- Hunter had agreed to give his daughter some some of his paintings according to a court document, and the mother of the child agreed to give up her counterclaim in order to remain rename their child Biden. On Tuesday, the day after the decora- decorations were revealed, the outdoor White House Christmas tree fell to the ground. Kind of ironic on that part. Yeah, you this whole time that uh, this dispute was taking place, you had Joe, uh, Joe Biden denying that he ever had another grandchild, denying that this child was even his grandchild. Then all of a sudden, now they're cl- sort of claiming her as their grandchild. But if you notice, instead of having seven put up, they're only putting up, they just took them all down and now they're not showing anything for any grandchildren. Because they're still not wanting to, that's showing that they're still not wanting to admit that the that they have a, another grandchild. Because Hunter's still trying to trying to deny, even though he has no choice, because it's been proven that it's not his. That's just. I feel sorry for that little girl, and hopefully, when she grows up, she's able to be something better. 
I hope for her that she'll be something better than what her grandparents are and who her dad is. Because as individuals that are outside of politics are not very good people with bad hearts trying to say that they're Christians when they're not. Because a Christian, a person with a Christian heart does not do the things that they do. Not for any one of them. You don't sit there and take money because of your dad's this person to sell off your dad as the vice president of the United States and also as the president of the United States or even the vice president of the United States or even as a senator. You're not sitting there trying to give information for for money. And that's what's been basically has taken place. It's been proven already. And yet they try to still deny it. It's like Hunter Biden making paintings that are worth, well, they were saying, what, $500,000, a million dollars for each painting, but yet they won't reveal on who bought the paintings. And how in the world a person that's never painted anything in his life, never been an artist of any type, all of a sudden he does some paintings and all of a sudden they're worth like millions of dollars. When even actual artists that have painted like the Mona Lisa, those individuals don't become famous till after they have already died. And their paintings, paintings become something of artifacts. And this guy gets his paintings be worth millions right away because you know that it has to, it doesn't have to do with his paintings. It has to do with trying to find a way to justify for getting this money from who we already know that it comes from. And yet, here we are. They're doing the exact same thing to this poor little girl that it wasn't her choice. And like I say, I hope she becomes way better than what her dad will what will ever see. And I hope at that point she does to him what she did, what he did to her, deny him, because nobody deserves to have a father like that. Every person deserves to have a father that cares and loves for them deeply, and will do anything to protect them. And this fool doesn't even want to do that for his own daughter. I have some other choice words that I could possibly say, but I'm not. So we'll just move on from there. We'll be right back. Welcome back to We The People Podcast. This is the third segment of tonight's episode. NFL outlets falsely claim child, child sporting Kansas City Chiefs face paint was wearing blackface. A few NFL covering media outlets, including Deadspin, falsely claimed that a very young Kansas City Chiefs fan was wearing blackface on Sunday as he watched his team defeat the Las Vegas Raiders at Alliance Stadium. The young fan wearing the face paint and Native American headdress was brief, was briefly shown on the CBS broadcast, but the camera position only showed the black-painted 
right side of his face, while the other side of his face had red paint. Which are the which symbolizing the chief's team colors as in a customary tradition for support supporters of an NFL team. You'll have every individual, it doesn't matter what team it is, wear the the paint schemes of the of the team. Despite how new information regarding the child's true intentions had emerged, several sports media sites still chose to run with a narrative that went viral on X rather than conduct a more thorough investigation or even attempt critical thinking. And what took place? They called him a racist for being a sports fan and being in representing his team because he's a fanatic of the Chiefs wearing their collars. Instead, these individuals call him a racist. And it's all... It's mainstream media. It was sports outlets all doing that, including, like they had mentioned here earlier, where um, Deadspin, which he was the worst one of all. And what's sickening is, why is it every time that they do this, mainstream media, anybody that has anything that has to do with the left, why is it they always have to go racism? I mean, the poor kid, he's hes cheering on his team. He's wearing the face paint. It only shows one side of his face, so all of a sudden they, they try to say that he's uh, trying to be black. Why, do, why is it we always have to resolve to racism? And why do we have to pick on a kid that can't defend himself against adults? This is constantly taking place all the time. I mean, look at the one, remember, over there in Washington where that kid was wearing the uh, Make America Great hat and they were in his face calling him names and then they tried to turn it around, mainstream media tried to turn it around and say that it was him that was the one. And yet he ended up suing all these outlets because they don't make, they don't tell the truth. Same thing with this. I hope this this kid, his parents, do the same thing to get it straightened out because you're not going to have mainstream media and the sports and these sports outlets that went ahead and said that he was racist. They're not going to take it back. They're not going to change what they said because if they would have done it, they would have already done it by now. It's the same thing like what you see with the squad up there in Congress, the three of them, Tlaib, AOC, and then Omar. What do they do when it came out to about the about the hospital getting blown up over there in Gaza right away before getting the truth and ran with the story of what Hamas news outlet said that it was Israel. And then finally and then when it came out to be the truth that it was Hamas themselves that did it in jihad, they still haven't admitted that and changed their changed their thinking. You still have you still had Tlaib, which she flies a Palestinian flag outside her office being a congresswoman. I'm sorry. That's a workplace. You can speak your mind or do whatever you want outside. But as long as you're running, as long as you're a representative of this country, you should not be doing that. You should be following 
and representing the United States and backing the Constitution. That's what your oath is. And if you can't do that, uh, step down and get out of that position if you're going to be a Hamas lover. Because you can't be an American uh, congresswoman and say that you're going to be for terrorism. It does not work. And it's the same thing, like I said, with them. She never took it back and still stu still sticks with it even today that it was Israel that bombed that hospital, even though the facts have already shown it was Hamas themselves that did it. That's what, I, that's what I'm sick of. I'm sick of saying stuff like this. Instead of reporting the truth or waiting for the truth, the complete truth to come out before reporting it, nowadays they just report anything. I've already said that I'll only report report something as long as it's all out there. If I don't have or I can find backing on it, it's, I'm not going to do it. Because you have the right to have the right information to be able to make the right judgment. So that way you can make an informed decision with the truth, not lies. That's the reason I say always look for everything. Don't rely on one. If you're going to rely on, on one, make sure that it's an individual that believes in the truth and not a half-truth, not a partial truth, not a little truth, but the full truth, because that's what counts. I just want to say thank you to all of you for listening, your amazing listeners of this podcast, to the men and women that serve our military. They have a tough job that they do every single day, especially with the president that we have that does not back them. For the men and women that serve the blue, thank them because they have a hard job that they do every day and their families allow them to do their job also. For the men and women that are first responders, the fire department, the EMT, they put their lives on the line so that way we can all have a family member stay alive and be a part of us when they have been badly injured. Good night.